Hey there, nerd. All alone again tonight? Well, let me make sure you can have some company. Go to your phone and look up Awful Neutral Podcast. Leave me a message of what you want us to do. You can leave your comment wherever you want. Awful Neutral is five gold for the first minute and seven gold for each additional minute. Credit card fees may apply. We do not guarantee happiness. God is a lie. I'll even give you advantage. Welcome, foolish mortals, to Awful Neutral. Hello, and welcome to the Awful Neutral Podcast. I'm your Dungeon Master, Damien Mercado. With me, as always, is Salvador Viesca as... Letario de la Pulca. Mm. Are we doing a voice now? Louis okay. yeah, was, <laughs> I like it. Sorry, I had, I had was, something in my throat. Yeah. Lothario <laughs> de la Pulga. Yeah, I had a Spaniard <laughs> in my throat. Get <laughs> a little miel. Un poco de miel. Sarah Lee Tasty. Steiner as... Gertrude, but oh my God, is it getting hot in here, Lazario? Is it just me? <laughs> Hopefully just... Jesse Egan as Judd Bangsley and I'm not as sexy as them. <laughs> you just haven't met the right furball. <laughs> Caleb Cleveland as Gonk. <laughs> just Gonk. <laughs> AG as Malice and Kill. Dave Callens as And my hammer. <laughs> <laughs> oh, sorry. This is Kevin. Clint Beiger as Ogma's agent artificarian. What the fuck? Whoa. What? He just make up words. No, I want to do over. I want to do over. <laughs> <laughs> we got to hear that again. Was that backwards? No, I. Ogma's <laughs> agent Arthicarian? Arthicarian? Yeah, that's it. Perfect. Ar- Ar- Artificarian. Artificarian. Like artifact? Uh, Does he have like a breastplate and like part of it? Holy shit. Like, <laughs> so Tifi short for Art whatever. Yes. We just found me? out You're his full name. Well, it's so formal. I feel like we need the entire episode to talk about this. Yeah. Yes. Clint, Clint. Hey. So you, you're telling us you're vidgering your character. <laughs> I you're love straight it. Up, you're Good straight reference. Up wow, I just found I out about that, that yesterday. <laughs> don't Voyager? explain it to him. So, Clint. <laughs> yes. Have you revealed that is Tifi's true name? I is, referenced it before, I believe. Uh, Mao and Gonk, like, flooded the market of uh, what? Cocaine. Of, of yeah. the drug market? Yeah, the with, giant cocaine. With giant coke and... Uh, there was questions whether or not he, he could even be used by people that weren't giants. Yeah, there's a lot of hot batches. You know what? Maybe that's a storyline. We got a lot of hot <laughs> batches going <laughs> through town right now. A bunch of uh, halfling children ending up dead. Halfling teenagers. Who's giving it to kids? Oh, my God. <laughs> what when they're giants, you can't tell their kids. Well, we'll see. We'll see. We'll see what happens in this world. Gunk, would, he would kill himself and then Mal. And then <laughs> okay. shit on his own know, father. That's, that's a weird order. Last time on the Awful Neutral podcast was another shopping trip. This time, Caleb and Malison went out in the town to buy some sweet gear and to outfit their ship. They were able to fund this excursion because early on in the last episode, they stumbled upon bags of giant wrestlers cocaine. And yes, and no, it is not regular cocaine. It was giant cocaine, which is a much stronger, more potent version (laughs) of our regular human. (laughs) We're, We're monsters. 
So after flooding the illicit drug market with drugs, Gonk and Malison went on their shopping spree. Gonk you flood the drug market with drugs. You get a giant crack you, rock and you sprinkle it and then put it you, in the water. You make drugs a lot cheaper. You increase supply. Oh no! Oh, we're gonna cause a crash. <laughs> well, here's the thing. It's like, but what is giant crack? Here, kids, snort this. Yeah. Um, you it's take it as too a big. Ooh, it's too big to snort, so you, you just have to roll it out. Oh, I'm, I'm sorry. I, I don't believe we actually mentioned that you guys have sniffed giant cocaine. I think it's taken as a suppository in this world by now. <laughs> <laughs> it's it's the only way. I don't think. Is this another fetish? You crush it up in a paper towel. <laughs> you wet the paper towel. How are you guys not? Anyhow, you just insert it. By the time it gets to the really wide part, your asshole's already numb. So you can't <laughs> <laughs> this is why people listen to the show. I have not lived for the science. While on that shopping trip, Gonk encountered a very rude and dismissive shop clerk uh, who made fun of the bird shit on uh, Gonk's shell. Gonk then threatened to shit on his father. All over his father. Then went on to break the shopkeeper's arm. (laughs) You did? (laughs) Yes, he did. Uh, Caleb's hardcore. I was there. I love how surprised at his own actions. Surprised, yeah. (laughs) Uh, he was shown disrespect. Gonk, Gonk, you got to respect Gonk. Otherwise, there are consequences. Watch out uh, for these coked up turtles. Uh, yeah. He did end Don't up touching the turtle. <laughs> he ended up going into a competitor store uh, where he did end up shitting on somebody who sounded German in this world. Uh, uh, yeah, it was, mm-hmm. it was sort of reptile house quality stuff. Just typical. Everybody just slow down. Malison ended up picking up a sweet, uh, a sweet magical shield and some bracers. Uh, Caleb uh, got an amulet, which enhances his natural barbarian abilities. Gonk got that. Caleb just got, like, severe anxiety leaving this place going, oh, my God, so many shit jokes. <laughs> After the shopping trip, uh, Caleb and Malison went to the ship where they paid for several upgrades. Uh, Gonk hired a crew to begin working on the ship. It was going to take a couple days for the work to get done. Meanwhile, Tifi, the mechanic, and Chud were in the mechanic's workshop. Uh TV had just woken up and regained consciousness, uh, much to Chud and the mechanic surprise. Chiefy's functions had not diminished. If anything, they had seemed to surpass where they were when TV uh, went unconscious. While leaving the shopping trip that they were on, Gertrude, Lothario, Kevin, while walking the 30-minute walk back to the ship, they encountered a large white carriage. They pulled up in front of them. There was a intimidating half-orc, an intimidating drow, and an intimidating half-elf sitting next to each other uh, in the stagecoach seat. The After pulling up in front of them, the stagecoach opened to reveal uh, the Gallagher-looking Mercutio. Oh, I remember this. <laughs> who invited them in to speak. I remember he was covered in quote-unquote fruit flesh. Yes, he was. Uh, various bits of fruit flesh. How could I forget? Uh, So we pick up there on the streets of Duke's Court in the Merchant's Quarter of town. A white carriage is in front of Lothario, Gertrude, and Kevin. Uh, Mercutio, the man, the balding human man in dark leather armor with rainbow suspenders and fruit flesh all over his cape, just opened the carriage door and says, May I offer you a ride? I believe I ended this right with... Well, hello, handsome. I believe you did. Yeah. And Kevin said he turned and walked away. You smell like a summer medley. Uh, please stop your friend. You might want to hear what I have to say. I, I come with good tidings uh, as a representative of the Empire. Kevin! <laughs> Kevin! 
Kevin! Yeah, Kevin, stop. Get back here! I'll give you a treat! I reach out and Come grab here, Kevin. Kevin. Oh, I'm not even there. <laughs> she just reaches out of the ether. And Kevin. <laughs> Kevin! <laughs> like the hand from the Monty Python sketch. Yes, like that. Like Gertrude, do you have any milk on you? Just yeah, kitty, kitty, kitty. I got a saucer. He looks directly at Lothario and... Please stop uh, talking. <laughs> takes out three bags of gold and says, uh, This would be compensation for a moment of your time, of course. And throws it on the chair. Gertrude lunges to take that coin. <laughs> Idge. Does she have to lunge or just her you don't hands? Have to get on. <laughs> well, there's no cat with cat-like reflexes nearby to beat her to it, so... <laughs> you have to take over the cat roll. So, Gertrude, do I need to roll for that? Uh, what are you doing? You're trying to I'm gonna, grab... I'm going to pounce-ish to try and get that coinage. You get that coin? The coin that he's giving oh, to us? You're yeah. going to have to no, pounce? He, put, he put it on the chair, right? All right, tell you what, tell you what. Uh, do a, give me a dexterity check. We're going to see how quickly she jumped on coin that was left unattended. Oh, I rolled a natural 17. That's good. Uh, natural 17 is pretty good. Uh, no sooner than the coin hits the, hits the carriage, it's almost as if it's a Looney Tunes cartoon. There's like almost like a cloud... In the shape of Gertrude, where she was, <laughs> she has appeared. Oh, great! Uh, now we're gonna get a cease and desist from Warner Brothers. <laughs> I won't stop. And the Warner sisters. <laughs> uh, Gertrude is now in the carriage, sitting, uh, holding her bag of gold. There are two more bags of gold uh, on the seat next to her. Was this a dexterity throw? Dexterity check. Oh, because I also have a plus four modifier. So. Oh, for saving throws. Saving throws are a little Sorry, different. Sorry, never mind. Was it was it a uh, bags of gold or a coin? I Just you said coins. Little bags of coins. You don't know if it's gold inside. I personally, I personally feel well, insulted. Lothario feels insulted that he just tossed it like I'm a freaking cat. You know, like I was gonna <laughs> like, like a cat with a laser pointer. So I turn around. and I start walking towards Kevin. Okay, I'm, I'm walking towards. Well, Kevin. Kevin has started walking back because Gertrude was yelling his name so shrewdly. Okay, so now I'm like, well, shit. Well, how am I gonna? <laughs> I gotta be cool, and I, I walk and I, I just go to a tree and pee and relieve myself <laughs> just to play it off. Yeah, the tree turns out to be an ant and is now very shit, angry guys. with you. <laughs> At the exact and moment, Lothario so. turns around. <laughs> That's happened to me. That's tree a different cop. story for another time. <laughs> At the exact moment, Lothario turns around to walk away, offended uh, by this Mr. Mercutio's actions. He turns around with such force and enthusiasm that when he sees Kevin had turned around and is already walking back, he'd feel like a real idiot just making that a whole 360. Mm-hmm. So he walks over to a tree in peace. Uh, I'm going to go ahead and roll to see if a guard sees that. A guard does not see you, Pete. Oh, awesome. Awesome. I wish that a couple guard of was children there. do, and now you have to register as a sex offender. <laughs> well, I was going to say, I wish that guard was there St. Patrick's Day five years ago, because that was six months yeah. of hell. Uh, <laughs> but I'm good now. <laughs> uh, so Kevin is going to uh, accept the money to listen to whatever offer this dude has for us. Actually, have a lot of backstory for your character. So. <laughs> oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. This is fantasy. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Right. Kevin gets in as they're waiting for Lothario to finish his pee, quote unquote. Can I like also scout out like what the carriage is? Like Please? do a perception check to oh, see. If... What exactly do you want to know? Um, I mean, this guy just came out of nowhere. Is he a threat mainly? I want to uh, see if it's called SP. And a... Give me an insight <laughs> check. Right. We do a sense motive. Do we still have it? Uh, six. So I'm distracted. Six. You just peed on your boots. I just peed on happened. my boots. <laughs> this guy seems on the level, and you want to hear what he has to say. <laughs> I'm eagerly shaking it off. And I, okay, I yeah. As Lothario is finishing up his uh, peeing and walking back, uh, Mercutio says to you, too, does he always just publicly urinate everywhere he goes? Lothario. Am I supposed he to wants to, to know if you always urinate <laughs> publicly everywhere you go. 
I'm like looking around at everyone that just stopped what they're doing. <laughs> Look at me. Yeah, families are in the set. You know, there's a mother. There's a mother yeah, we're, we're all walking, watching right now. Walking with her two children who have to. She has to cover their eyes away from you. I'm just gonna look over my shoulder and pretend like he's talking to someone else. <laughs> are you actually peeing, by the way? Or are you just right pretending? Now? No, no. <laughs> is, is Lothario actually peeing? Did you hear about my? It, no, May I use the restroom <laughs> first? Hold you, man. Thank you. Excuse. Don't me. take the cork off the floor. I like this scene. Like somebody offers you money, and you're like, "Oh, this makes me have to pee." I'm excited. Uh, Does he always pee? He's mu- he's probably just nervous. Yeah, yeah. gets excited. Lothario eventually finds his way uh, into the carriage and shuts the door. Shut. <laughs> welcome, welcome. Uh, did you uh, wash your hands? Yes, uh, you know damn well it didn't. <laughs> Mercutio takes a handkerchief from a hidden pocket that he has, and after Lothario closes the door, he uses his handkerchief and wipes the handle in which Lothario touched to uh, <laughs> to close the door. And then it just fades away. <laughs> like, it disappears, <laughs> like some magic spell to just delete it. <laughs> That's as much better. Yeah. <laughs> I am. I she- want him to pull out like a string of handkerchiefs, like, <laughs> like a clown. So, how are you enjoying Duke's court? It is the uh, one of the crown jewels of the empire. I figured uh, many of you, from uh, the what I know about you, have very little experience in cities this large. There seems to be a cocaine problem here. <laughs> <laughs> so I've heard. Very recent problem. <laughs> I can promise you that uh, cocaine use is usually fairly normal within the city. Uh, there's just been uh, a flood of the market, let's say, recently. I have agents working on the source to this. Huh. Problem, you say. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yes, it is a new type of giant cocaine. You must take it as a suppository. It is uh, <laughs> confining many of the empire's greatest detectives to find out who has done this. Shipment's here. That's some guy that just fell from the... He opened the elevator. He wasn't there. <laughs> Better have fucking died for that sound of interruption. Whoa. No, no, I agree. Right. No, no, I, no, no, I agree. Whoa. How did you read my mind? <laughs> I didn't mean like, hey, I meant like, whoa, rat. <laughs> you guys going to go poke a dead body? <laughs> Uh, sorry for this uh, pause. We have to go poke a dead body. Uh, yeah. In real time, the podcast <laughs> just sits for 20 body. minutes. <laughs> and we all come it back so gross. for life. You're, You're just so real. <laughs> <laughs> it's like Stand By Me. We all thought it was going to be so cool, but when we actually got to see it. It was. It was super <laughs> cool. So, it was even cooler. <laughs> <laughs> have you seen it on weed? <laughs> have you seen it on giant cocaine? Yeah, thank you. <laughs> Set up, knockdown. <laughs> And aside from his illicit drugs, uh, I hope the city is fine treating you well. The blue lights are kind of tacky. <laughs> <laughs> Who the fuck are you? Who is that? <laughs> I don't like that NPC. Just an eavesdropper walking yeah. by. Yeah, just the dude walking by the cart, apparently. You hear the drow elf say from outside the carrot position, Shut up, nobody was asking you, Octavius. <laughs> well, let us cut through the pleasantries, shall we? We know that you have been uh, contacted by uh, Mr. Grayson Gersagar Galgari. We know that uh, you are being considered for recruits for the Decemberist Society. No? Are you a representative of the Novemberists? Good uh, one. Do you no. have t-shirts? No, I can see that uh, the files on you did not mention your sense of humor, Mr. Tabaxi Man. 
We call him sexy tabaxi man. No one I'm calls sure. me that. I'm pretty sure he would prefer it if you. he's being shy. All right, Mr. Sexy Tabaxi Man, I'd like to get straight to the point. These men are terrorists. If you choose to follow them, who's to say what could happen? You could find yourself at the end of a noose one day, all because you wanted to tear down a system that uh, keeps order in this world. I actually have a noose right here. And he pulls out the noose he's going to hang Gonk with. <laughs> I think you gave it back. Yeah. <laughs> I was not aware. He just holds his hand up and there's nothing. He <laughs> <laughs> just keeps. All right, fix that yeah. post. I too like prop Keep comedy, post. and he points to the fruit flash all over him. I have. I could do a tight fifteen. I'm open for corporate events. Uh, uh, you might have to bring your own plastic bags. The show gets very messy. He points to a hammer that's uh, like 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 how a redneck keeps a shotgun. And Can a gun no one else lift it up? <laughs> <laughs> Only French Gallagher is worthy (laughs) (laughs) of that mallet. Yes, we never thought there would be a comedian who would top Jerry Lee Lewis, but then along came this Gallagher fellow. Let's meet Jerry Lee Lewis. I was going to let it slide, but thank you. Jerry Lewis. Lewis. Yes, we are a fan of musicians who have sex with 13 year old cousins. Are you not a fan of that? It's a comedy. Great balls of fire, lady. (laughs) (laughs) Set them ablaze. The audience doesn't know, but we have a Ouija board summoning dead <laughs> celebrities. Gallagher's <laughs> dead? <laughs> have you seen his act? <laughs> might as well be. It's a horror right. podcast. <laughs> Working with them, there's no way you could uh, hope to achieve their lofty goals. Things are not as bad as they say. So I'm going to give you the opportunity to join the Empire. I could always use enterprising individuals such as yourself and the rest of, uh, how you say, Gertrude dudes. As he's saying this to you, he opens up a compartment to his right in it. There is uh, several fine liquors and wines. May I interest you in a beverage during this Malism journey? suddenly appears. <laughs> <laughs> there has been a shortage of chicken wine in this place. <laughs> Lothario. Yeah, yeah, I'll take that. Did the Decemberists tell us they were terrorists? <laughs> you know what? No, I don't know. <laughs> I don't think they mentioned it last time we uh, we spoke. Oh, I bet that Mr. Grayson certainly forgot to mention the fact that they uh, they commit wanton acts of violence against uh, innocent Empire troops and cities. So you're offering whiskey, scotch. <laughs> uh, we have a fine halfling scotch and a fine dwarven whiskey. Which should you prefer? Sounds uh, sounds good. I'll do the do the scotch. So tell, me, tell me more about our terrorist friends. Yeah. They were responsible for the uh, sacking of uh, Earth Ridge Prison, <laughs> a place where we keep most of uh, the Empire's most dangerous enemies and uh, monsters. And they raided it. Uh, they left none of the guards there alive. Can I look like at Kevin and be like, that sounds pretty dumb. Roll a history check. Everybody? Uh, everybody's in the... Everybody's in the Well, the three in the, in the oh, three eight, of us. A nine. I, I rolled a nine total. Do I have a history thing? Uh... 12 plus 2, 14. 14? Kevin, you know that prison is a place mainly for political prisoners. It is a place for... This prison uh, is a metaphor. Yeah, it's, it's alcoholism, as we established last <laughs> oh, <shit>. episode. <laughs> it's meth addiction. Yeah. This prison is uh, very controversial. Many of the prisoners who are sent here are sent here without trial. So, gonna... so I don't know this, don't but Kevin knows this? Kevin knows this. Because I rolled a name. You, you've heard of this prison. You don't really know what all the hubbub's about. Your pol- I, politics I just know I don't want to end up there. Yeah. Uh, you just know it's a prison. You've worked your entire life to avoid prisons. And uh, politics isn't really your thing. You don't read the paper. Yeah. With an eight, you've heard of prisons. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yes? Yeah, I rolled a ten. 
You rolled a ten. You've also heard prisons. Yeah, you've, 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 heard you've also been in one. <laughs> you've heard some. You've heard some That's bad. That's how I learned of it. <laughs> uh, Does she have an advantage Ger- because she was in a prison? Yeah, Gertrude. Actually, give me one more roll. That's, a good, roll that's a good point. Please roll lower. Three. Three. <laughs> Three. Uh, I didn't learn. <laughs> Gertrude knows a little bit more than Lothario, uh, but what she knows is basically you don't want to do time there. That is that is that is not that's Folksome Prison is a hardcore prison, but Folksome Prison is practically daycare next to uh, this political prison. But basically, she was blacked out the whole time. Yeah. yeah, that prison wine, man, that toilet wine. <laughs> <laughs> that shit does fuck you up. Why would I know that? I wouldn't know that. So I heard. Uh, I know this is a big decision, and I do not expect you to uh, be able to make it now. But if you would like to join us, you could do so. Or if you would like to perhaps uh, just perhaps joining us would be a big step for you. But if perhaps you'd like to just stay in communication with me and uh, perhaps uh, next time Grayson or uh, Mr. Sean Sunseeker or any of the other Decemberists ask you to do something, you simply let us know what they ask. Uh, I look at uh, Lothario and I say, I feel like I should consult with my Brotherhood of the Moratory on this. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) Sounds good, man. Sounds good. Gertrude overhears and whispers to him, There's something about this guy I don't like, and it's not just how he smells bad. What's what's there not to like? He's got great alcohol and sacks of money he's tossing at us. Which guy are you talking about, Gertrude? Well, besides my feelings about you, I'm talking about the Frenchie in here. Uh, she is, uh, I am right here. If you'd like, I could pretend a little harder. I'm going to roll a smell check to see if I <laughs> notice that he smells bad. And I got a five. All right, never mind. I thought you said smell check. I was like, spell check? <laughs> that would be a perception check. <laughs> but uh, you rolled a five. This odor seems fine from here. Do you don't smell anything? Back to you. <laughs> Back to you in the studio. Gertrude's going to roll a smell check. I still don't like him. I do not know if uh, just talking aloud about me and my company is some sort of uh, disrespectful things that you do as a negotiating tactic, but uh, I will leave you to uh, think about this for a few days. Oh, no, we're talking about a different Frenchman. And then he winks at Gertrude. <laughs> with a visible eye. Yeah. And Gertrude, Gertrude tries to wink back, but she does it with both eyes. <laughs> Uh, I understand uh, many people with my accents we share common uh, undesirable traits I can understand. Stereotypes exist for a reason. Oh, shit. The more you know, a little star goes across the screen. <laughs> it's just a swastika. <laughs> <laughs> and then it just comes out little SS. <laughs> it's adorable. Uh, Kevin's taking the money, and uh, he's, his next move, he wants to go check out his brotherhood and talk to those guys. That's where I'm at. The carriage shows down as you can see the airship port in the distance. As you draw closer, the carriage slows down. You can see that you're getting close to Malson and Gonk's ship. You can see it in the distance. A lot of workers reinforcing tie-downs, uh, reinforcing the ship's hull, making it a combat-worthy ship. Repainting um, the name? <laughs> does it stay in the same? It's the, uh, hold on a minute, let me think about it. Or But but rename the minute, I believe that was what you guys said? I just call it the minute. The minute? Okay. Go ahead and roll me with advantage, Malison. It's not you doing it. Just go ahead and give me a straight roll with advantage because you paid people to do it. 17 is the highest. 17 is the highest? It's not perfect. There are certainly uh, flashier looking logos on the docks. Your logo beautifully blends in with the, uh, it's, it's white paint, excellent penmanship. It's in a, uh, almost a calligraphy. It says, the minute. It has a pleasant classical look of white paint on the reinforced wooden hull nice. uh, on the front of the ship. 
As the carriage continues to slow down, it eventually stops right in front of the minute, which is under construction. As the door opens, Kevin and Lothario exit the, the coach. As Gertrude's getting out, she, le- she like slides a business card-like piece of paper on the chair, looking at Frenchie. Does the two-eye blink, wink? Roll me a sleight of hand check. We're going to say Kevin got out first and then Lothario. Lothario, roll me a perception check. (laughs) (laughs) 16? 17 minus one. Um, I rolled a four. A four? (laughs) Okay. Gertrude drops the number in the mud. I was not smooth. Lothario gets out and turns around and he can see Gertrude uh, handing a piece, a slip of paper uh, uh, with a number on it. To each eye blinking off. To Mercutio. And she gives Mercutio a paper cut with him. (laughs) Uh, Does the uh, hand phone thing saying, call me, but kind of actually says it a little under her breath. (laughs) Call me. And Gertrude then exit. um, Will. It's Lothario's reaction. (laughs) (laughs) So, uh, Lothario, you did see her give uh, uh, Mercutio contact information to your parties. So, mm-hmm. Gertrude, that's real smart, real clever of you. We're going to play both sides of the field. Gonna going to get these teams working against each other, get a bunch of money, right? I always play the whole field. Uh, you're just trying to get laid, aren't you? <laughs> they can see Gonk and Malison on the hull of the ship. They are making command decisions. Uh, Gonk, what are you doing on the whole of the ship? I am, as soon as they came into view, uh, Gonk started hanging around the rail between, like, calling... Uh, the rail. <laughs> the rail of the, the rail of the ship. Uh, <laughs> and has been keeping a, sort of an eye in between, like, uh, calling general duty orders uh, with, you know, people He's carrying ropes yeah. and <laughs> uh, bundles of, you know, uh, supplies and, and things like that. Excellent. And, uh, but he seemed, I, I would say he, like took a note of the uh, kind of carriage that they got out of and you wouldn't seem to be discussing things. Roll me a perception check. You got it. I also want to just sing like... That would be a 24. 24. You notice that this carriage is not only a wealthy carriage, uh, you also know that the horses that are drawing are are, uh, a breed typical of empire nobility. You clearly see empire insignia all over. But that role, you were actually able to see little pins uh, and minor insignia. It, it, things that would be easy to miss on the stagecoachmen that denote that they are part of the Black Order. Mm. The Black Order, I'm going to say you guys, you guys know. They're boogeymen. They, are, they work for the Empire. They're like the way you might refer to uh, the Navy SEALs or, or Delta, Delta Force. They, del- uh, they disappear, folks. They do uh, covert missions. They're not necessarily the good guys, though... The public perception but is the, they want you to think they work for the They're not just guys. assassins, but they're like they're wizards as well? Or like what What do we get? What, um, what's the, the general perception that they come in the middle of the night, they do all sorts of weird, magical, uh, mean things, and poof. Think of them more as an organization that is not tied to any one discipline. It's about, it's more like what will work. We, If we need to send wizards, we'll send wizards. Right, if we right. need to send fighters, we'll send fighters. Gotcha. If we need to send thieves, we'll send thieves. Uh, think of them as, uh, as, and also an organization that's willing to hire out and play parties against each other. Who's the highest ranking member of the Empire? Obviously, it was going to be an Emperor, but... Oh, look at them guys. It's probably the Black Order. Yeah. The right hand of, um... Emperor Bad Guy. 
Well, oddly specific name. Think of the United Na United Nations that functions and works, like maybe like the Senate from Star Wars is the way the Citadel is. It is uh, the kingdom that mm -hmm. he, that Duke's court is is located in, which is the third largest city. Uh, on the continent, yeah. uh, is run by High King Boris Hartholm. There are three predominant human kingdoms. King Boris Hartholm is the king of Middenheim. Middenheim is the kingdom in which Duke's court is located in. While each king runs their own kingdom, uh, High King Boris Har Hartholm uh, is the representative in the Citadel for humanity. Mm -hmm. So... Uh, there are representatives for each kingdoms, and they each uh, vote on issues that affect all the civilized races within the empire. Uh, Triple G works for a bunch of guys that don't like them very much. Correct. And yeah. I am newly aff affiliated <laughs> with people that are paying uh, Triple G's salary, so that's cool. Correct. All right, uh, Malison, what are you... I'm still waiting to get my t-shirt. So Gonk sees all that happening. Malison, what are you doing up on the deck? I'm making a Captain Morgan pose, uh, holding my chicken <laughs> wine and just uh, smoking a pipe. Fumun peep. Uh, the the <clears throat> entire Gallagher and uh, uh, being awesome. Uh, as soon as uh, it looks, I mean, do, does uh, Lothario me. and Gertrude do they like have a little tête-à-tête -tete outside Except once the uh, once the <clears throat> uh, uh, carriage sort of rolls away? Gertrude, you know, I, I imagine sort of like scuttles away like the aged crab she is. And then Lothario sort of... <laughs> like the crab she has? That, like the crab <laughs> she has. It's and one. Lothario sort of like cocks his head going, what up? And yeah. like follow... Is, is that, that works. Okay. Yeah. All right. I, I compose a quick mental gram and I send it on over to the cap. Right as Gonk notices all that he does and uh, the carriage drops off Kevin, Lothario, and Gertrude... We're going to go now to the workshop of the mechanic, where Tifi is actually uh, you doing a manual check on many of his systems, and the mechanic is watching, fascinated, and taking notes as Tifi works on on himself. That's well. <laughs> while doing this, um, I can uh, be like uh, asking Chud. Um, uh, so, um, uh, Master Chud, it's been how long since I've been out? Because I was in the well, middle of sir. something, and, uh, yeah. Well, you've been out for a while. I'd say probably at least six episodes. <laughs> three? Sorry, three episodes. Three days. Somebody is signaling me that's a lot smarter. I'd say about three days, Tiffy. You've been out for a, a while. That's oh. how I say my W words. Three days. Uh, it should have taken less time to get from Crow's Point to Duke's Court. Uh, but I guess... There's what what happened to slow you down? And where where's decorative cabbage anyways? Here's what happened. We had problems with some <laughs> wear rats. You see, uh, decorative cabbage turned into a even smaller, more uh, disgusting version of himself. And Wait. then we chased him around. There were some giants. All kind of hubbub happened. And I forgot the rest. Oh, but here we are. And look at this. Look. I learned how to fly, and what I do is uh, I have that unseen servant mm -hmm. um, uh, put me on his shoulders like a piggyback, and I start flapping my arms while Hudson Hawk is flapping next to me. And I try to, to, uh, to look, I can fly now, and I'm just flapping. Roll a performance Isn't that check. Crazy. Roll for what? Roll a performance check. For bullshit check. Mm -hmm. Fucking four. Four. 
you, yes, the unseen this servant is, is going to be way funnier than I thought it was going to be. <laughs> so the unseen servant's there, uh, but it's not as smooth. Like it's a really awkward. Like uh, I'm too big for him. Like you, yes, you, yeah. you, <laughs> you can't see the unseen servant, so you like pick your leg up trying to get up I on this fly. thing's hip, but like you miss the first three times because you can't see where this unseen oh, servant crap. is. Why are you good at flat? And then finally, it, it just really looks like. Chud awkwardly is climbing up on an invisible person's back. That's like that he's much bigger than, by the way. And every time he tries to put his arms out to flap, the uh, unseen servant kind of loses its balance and starts listing one way. Can the unseen servant be groaning like, "Ah, fuck, Jesus, you're so heavy. This is a giant cow man. This is not what I was built for." Yeah, uh, typically unseen servants can't be heard, but TV can. Air elemental things. Yeah. Oh damn. Uh, It just sounds like somebody breathing. Just <laughs> huffing and puffing. <laughs> oh, that's my flapping. It's it's the wind. It's being generated from my fly. Check me out. Can swear he hears frustrated let me grunts. Roll a perception check to see it's like one of those old oh, Disney no. cartoon cars that's like running out of gas. <laughs> <laughs> All right, it's still at least a nine. I, I think I uh, can kind of gather what's going on. Yeah. He rolled a four. Rolled I rolled a great. nine. Um, well, uh, Chud, that's. That you're trying to distract me from uh, cabbage turning into a were rat and disappearing, but um, well, it's rather upsetting to to find out that well, I wanted to study him so much more. He had the the necro- uh, the punkernomicon, and that was very interesting. Rats. Well, um, well, I guess you shit out of luck, and then I just fall. <laughs> <laughs> I just uh, face plant. And uh, blame the servant uh, that's unseen. That's quite a loss. Is, is anyone else from our party gone? Because um, it's all right if he's gone, as long as there's other people to take his place. I just... Oh, we got some new party members. Uh, we've got some uh, real good party members if you enjoy giant cocaine. Um, I, I don't... Uh... I don't know. You might be, you might not be into that. I'm not sure. But we also met that's a guy a... with a lot of names that start with G. And he's not really in our party yet, but he's trying to get us to join his gang. And That's a lot of information. Maybe we can go over this later. Um, yeah, but yeah. I guess thanks for catching me up. And you I bet. seem so, to be in good shape. You're doing good. Um, yeah, Miss Mechanic. Um, I guess that she takes a break from writing scribbling notes furiously in her book. It's just management. So, um, you're in Duke's court. I I need to catch up with my party for a while. I think. But uh, is it, would it be all right for me to visit you again anytime I'm here? Uh, I think we could share a lot of information and learn from each other. Absolutely. I was about to ask you something very similar. <laughs> uh, uh, tell me, if, if anything happens, if, if, you, if you feel uh, lightheaded might not be the right word, uh, if, if, if you feel as if your programming is not uh, normal, please see me right away. Um, uh, I, I think I don't... It's not really programming, but I guess you could use that word. Um, okay, yes, well, I'm feeling actually better than I've ever felt before, strangely. Maybe it has something to do with Ogma. I'll have to re- look into that. Anyways, um, uh, he checks for where he had the vial, and he has it, and um, it's like, well, um, actually, I should. we should get going, Chud. Uh, All right. While you're inspecting for the vial... Uh, you find something else there as well. It feels like a scroll. A heart. Ooh, <laughs> a scroll. Okay. Um, I don't want to pull it out in front of her. Oh, please <laughs> save that clip for later. <laughs> what a gentleman you are, Clint. Wow, we're bragging over here? TP gets a little nervous remembering um, the the 
very rare artifact um, stock class uh, vial that he has, and knowing that Agma told him not to share certain information with people he's not sure he can trust, and so says, um, Chud, we should uh, reconvene with a party. It's, yeah. it's a lot of information to go over, and I need to catch up. Let's do it. How far away is our party? Um, it's only about ten minutes away to the uh, to the dock district. It will give me the opportunity to cast a new spell. <laughs> phantom Steed. <laughs> oh, no. I cast a Phantom Steed. I need for you to describe that Phantom Steed. All right. What, what, is it even a steed? It is a steed. And um, I want to involve Nicolas Cage, but here's what I'm going to do. Uh, casting this Phantom Steed, a large quasi-real horse-like creature appears. But I want to give him the face of John Travolta with the voice of Nicolas Cage. Because it's a... uh, This is a product of my nightmares. It's a homage to the terrible movie Face Off. Oh, you accidentally (laughs) said terrible before you said that. (laughs) You like that movie, I know. One of Nicolas Cage's best. Um, So, so, yeah. So I created a giant... You're going to take me to the docks? Oh, yeah. Uh, His head of the horse looks like um, Travolta from Pulp Fiction. So he's got the long hair with the Mm. little earring. That's... Wow. I create a multi-legged horse. This horse has eight legs, what? so that it can run twice as fast. It's a spider horse! <laughs> it's very disturbing to look at. And I jump on there, and I, I get let the uh, I let Tifi jump on there. Yeah. Before Tifi left the building, he did activate human mode um, and uh, casts his, uh, his uh, or activates his uh, mask of one face and turns into a human. Gotcha. I oh, am you have another face too? Oh, no, gosh. just Sorry. just uh, Are you like many faces? Warforged ah. and human, bald human. Can you ride the spider horse mm-hmm. the same way that Mad Max like rides and is like standing up and like? Okay. Whoa. Yeah. You know what? Here's what I do. I'm I picturing the spider myself. horse like it can't go in a straight line. It just like scurries really fast yeah, or yeah, like zigzagging. It's, it's a yeah. really fast spider horse. But I strap myself to the front of it with an electric guitar and then project <laughs> fire out, and then we run forward. Okay. So it's absolutely the most terrifying thing. Doof Bingsley. Uh, Tifi pulls out his journal and is taking notes, not about the spider horse, but of uh, Chud's, like, strangeness. Like, he is starting to study. Chud is the strangest person he's met. Tifi is running like, down deer penhouse. Chud summons his steed, uh, snaps his fingers, and uh, mumbles a few. But he snaps, like, West Side Story, like, a bunch of times. He's just sort of, like, skipping down the road. Yeah. I was just listening to that soundtrack on the way here. Yeah, I was looking to rumble some That's jets so as he's doing this. It says a few arcane words, mm-hmm. and poof, uh, out of nowhere, a light flash of green light appears. Uh, and when the uh, flash subsides, a horrific monster of a being mm-hmm. is there. Sounds like uh, Nick Cage. It Looks is a, like John Travolta. Yeah. Has eight legs. I'm so proud of you. Mm-hmm. It is this, it, the stuff that I ask my students to do in art mm-hmm. school. <laughs> <laughs> I also about... like want to provide you free therapy right now. <laughs> <laughs> hey, yeah, it's your cousin Marvin. You know that fucked up nightmare feel you've been talking about? <laughs> Check this out! <laughs> <laughs> really can only speak in dialogue from either Nicolas Cage or John Travolta. So the first thing he says is like, in, John, in, in uh, Nicolas Cage's voice, he says something like, that's one good fucking milkshake. <laughs> <laughs> this huge eight-legged horse appears. It makes your skin crawl to look at this uh, unnatural horse. It's like a limousine horse. It's super long. A, uh, I'm literally going to be riding it for ten minutes. It's just, <laughs> like, it's just, just like a horse. block away. It has a vaguely human face. The horse has a fiery mane. It uh, uses one hoof hand to like roll a pre-rolled yeah. like, a, like a rolled cigarette. Yeah, it's, uh, A sweat hogs-esque 
uh, sweet black hair, mane going down, uh, gold earring, and the horse looks up at you and says, that is one great fucking milkshake. Yes, exactly. <laughs> we should take his face off. You're damn right we should. First, <laughs> we have to have Nicholas Cage involved. Anytime anyone ever tries to tell me that the Republicans are the party that like freed the slaves and the Democrats were the KKK, I always use the example, yeah, Nicholas Cage won an Oscar once, but a lot of shit <laughs> has changed since then. <laughs> Chud, you are very strange. Trying out a new spell, I see. Um, as he's on. doing this, and families, a new drug, but that's a different subject. As he's doing this, uh, families of, of people walking the street are horrified. <laughs> uh, uh, children, children are, are running vomiting. away, screaming and crying. <laughs> and I literally do want to pre- like press to digitate like a big electric guitar. <laughs> And fire coming out. <laughs> Chud is standing on the back of this horse in yeah. a specialized stirrup that allows him to do this. Mm-hmm. He has materialized a sweet electric guitar. A Which sweet nobody w- knows what that is, by the way. Yeah. <laughs> it, uh, it, it would look like, uh, to any guitar players out there, a Warlock brand guitar. Yeah, it's, steampunk. <laughs> it's, it's steam-powered. If you look really carefully, it looks like there's some silver paint around my <laughs> mouth like I've been huffing it before. Everyone's secret addiction's just showing through. <laughs> And with that, Jesse, with his sweet silver mouth paint, sweet... Suck uh, some chrome <laughs> off a <of> trailer hit. <laughs> sweet materialized warlock guitar starts jamming this uh, very high-pitched riff. A few minutes later, yeah. <laughs> yeah. can we assume that we, that Gonk still on the bow of the ship, you know, you know, every so often, you know, like turning around, yeah, yeah, get that stuff, get that stuff over there. Yeah, I want all them provisions stowed in the... Hold. And then he sort of squeezes, like his his ears perk up as he hears like nasty, mean guitar riffs, and he like looks over in the direction of where it's coming from, and he sees this unholy abomination yeah. uh, going it's like on. Mega with sort of like with um, what appears to be like a, a bald man, a human man, a bald human man <laughs> that you've yeah, never seen before. Uh, well, because yes, Tifi like normally in the past wouldn't have uh, engaged in such activity, but uh, considering recent events, he's like. You know what? Fuck it! Nice. And uh, he jumps up. He jumps up and tries to stand on top of the horse and yes. just like ride it, like okay. you know. That's and, the TV uh, I've been waiting for. Roll me an athletics or acrobatic check, Holy whichever's teefy. better. <laughs> Gonk. Anyway, Gonk recognizes Chud. Probably uh, twelve. Twelve. Tiffy try- attempts to stand up, but from the sickening way that this horse is almost doing like a slithering <laughs> motion through the seat as it's running, uh, Tiffy can't keep a footing. And in fact, even though uh, Tiffy has no emotions, I'd like to think this is even a little unsettling for his for his warforged mind. To I don't have a stomach. But, can, I, um, can my unseen servant still be riding with us and try to grab him and save him? Yeah, in fact, uh, TV is only safe from falling off by Chud's unseen servant. Uh, he hears the same kind of, <laughs> like, uh, struggling. <laughs> Actually, Rust uh, can perform the the help action, so <laughs> I'm going to use my, my familiar to help me with that. So, Gonk, Gonk doesn't bother composing any sort of, like, mental telegram. He's just like, Captain, there's like a horse centipede coming out. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> 
As Kevin begins to walk away uh, and head towards the chapter house for the Moratory Brotherhood, uh, that is... You are welcome to join me. I'm very well respected amongst my brotherhood. <laughs> no, that sounds good, man. I was looking for something to do. Uh, at that point, you guys see the unholy abomination that is Chud's <laughs> mode of transportation. Yes. <laughs> and it rides up, and then at the oh. end, its head, the Travolta head, screams out, Would you give a man a foot massage? <laughs> <laughs> Gertrude's jaw drops, and she raises her hand. I would. <laughs> <laughs> do, do we have time to react to think this is like a threat, or is it just so fast that now? Uh, you do see a Chud. Uh, a go Chud? A, okay. Give, a well, Chud-shaped silhouette? I trust Chud. It's just a Chud mobile. Teeth yeah. standing on the back is the same si- height as Chud sitting. <laughs> I want the horse to look ominously at someone and be like, do you know what they call a quarter pounder in Europe? <laughs> <laughs> Royale with cheese. <laughs> That's yeah. right. So um, as soon as we arrive, I, I just kind of love. like uh, flash him away and be like, oh, like as if... Like, it's a really important thing we're riding up, and then I go, oh, hey, what's up, guys? Anyone that's paying attention, you see the biggest smile you've ever seen on Teefy's face, which is, like, almost, a, like, the sparelyest It's a centimeter. A nice. We haven't seen you yet, right? Uh, Chud. He woke up. It's like when Wednesday Adam smiles. This is my first time seeing yeah. him. Yeah. Chud's yeah. the only oh, yeah, experience cool. for us there, Teefy. Uh, Chud snapped his fingers. The uh, abomination went away. You guys, uh, for a split second here, like uh, this sort of reptilian sigh, and Gonk is, Gonk relaxes. He was standing like a linebacker in front of the gangway of the <laughs> ship. He was like, nope, not coming home. You do see a lot of the sailors uh, that watch this uh, horse pull up have reached for their pistols or their <laughs> yeah, rapiers. Like we all have like our, I'm, I'm, I was thinking I'd reach for my knife. Like what the fuck was that? <laughs> all right, everybody back to work. It was just wizard bullshit. Everybody back to work. <laughs> it was everyday wizard bullshit. Ever, just, right. Everybody, everybody, y'all seen wizard bullshit before. Yeah, I just go, oh dang, this isn't gas town. <laughs> oh damn. <laughs> just typical magic bullshit. That's right. <laughs> All right, oh, uh, guys, here's Teefy. Look, I got Teefy. Holy crap. That's hey, the real Teefy, deal. That's really up? why I rode up here like that. You got Teefy. Uh, hey, boss, Captain. Uh, do we know anybody that has has uh, contracted Teefy before? <laughs> no. I'm putting my yeah. temple, my fingers to my temple like I'm the stupid Professor X. Look, I'm going to tell you all about Roger. it. Actually, you know what? Unseen servant, if you could uh, give them a, like a little... Uh, uh, Show them uh, with some pantomime. Gonk reaches over like a very gingerly, grabs it with two little claws, tugs <laughs> Chud's shirt. How does an unseen person do pantomime? Well, that was the joke. You're right. <laughs> oh, I got you. You hear like a lot of sighing. It's like this. The, it feels like I, it feels like something's moving furiously, not it, trying to communicate with you, not only language. a few feet off. There's an oh. actual box, but the invisible person is trapped it's inside. Still it. stuck He's in. He's doing it. sign language, y'all. Right. Can't you see him? So what's a teefy when it's at home? Well, um, hi, I'm, I'm Teefy. I'm Artificarian is my full name. Now that I guess, well, you all know that I'm a Warforged now. I was going to tell you, but, yeah, well. So what are your pronouns? What? So what are your pronouns? Um, I don't give a shit. Bad ass. Gender fluid. Uh, Gonk just puts up a giant scaly mitt and like, waits for a crisp high five. Um, uh, Tifi raises a uh, pop metal no, metallic yeah, you put your, mitt you, and oh wow, you got a claw it. even. Oh, yeah. that's awesome! <laughs> Clink slap. I would Gonk actually... is in, is enchanted. Little little stupid tail, like four inches of it. Allison is annoyed. Goes back below deck. <laughs> says, "Communicate with me, whatever this person is." Oh, you got it. 
My head does look like yeah. a uh, for for you ah. oops that you don't know uh, Gonk uh, Tifi currently is in human form, which is uh, alopecia bald, five foot four. Do you, uh, does Tifi have any seams yeah. or uh, anything like that, or like little places for so, rivets? Or? No, not 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 neck up is human. Head down uh, looks like it might be some fancy scale armor it's or like something. Like Alita, or it's, something like that. It looks like mm. scale armor. You assume it's just armor, but. If if you if I take off my uh, guys, then it just actually my warforged okay, body. Okay. I got you, Battle Angel TV. Yeah, nice. Well, if he doesn't cast the spell every twenty four hours, the oh, um, does it take it, up a sl- spell slot? Ours? No, oh. it's a uh, it's a, it's something I created that um, it's like an item that allows me to cast. It's an mm. item that's running. Gonk makes spell. a mental note to rate this slightly above normal wizard bullshit. <laughs> 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 Can't, he's like, oh, well, welcome aboard the minute. Y- you must be one of the people that uh, my good friend Chud mentioned. We've got two new party members in place of um, Ratman, I guess yeah, he turned into. Yeah, I guess I better do introductions. Yeah. I'll introduce them and everything, and, you know. That's me. <clears throat> he said after my introduction. That there's Gonk, and uh, Malison, she got bored of you. <laughs> a turtle and a, a Goliath. That's This is very cool. Every person in our party is a different race. I love this. I like uh, variety because I love to study everything. Yeah, for like model UN. Strength and diversity. The Burger you're King very tall. Club. It's a ad. Even for, for a Goliath woman, <laughs> you're very tall, Malice. We are all the d Benetton ad. Exactly. <laughs> Cross so, colors, Gertrude's dudes. So we headed to the chapter house of the moratorium. Did I say that right? Yeah, sounded good. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Slow down there, so. Where, where are you going? We're, we're out of hearing distance. All right. What, what? I, you, you hear him going. He uh, said, Gonk says to the night. You do see him a veer left uh, in the fork in the road, and that uh, only leads to the temple district. So you would know that he's theoretically heading to the temple district. You can contact Kevin on your stone of far speech. And Kevin's all, who did? <laughs> new phone. New, new, new rock. New rock. Who did? Anymore? Suddenly you get like six calls on your rob. <laughs> well, if you're going to, let's just communicate it. Kevin, to them. can I join you? I can catch up real quick on my nightmare spider Travolta horse. <laughs> my Cthulhu horse. <laughs> <laughs> you never seen a scarier uh, conveyance. All of you can hear coming through your Stones of Far Speech that message to Kevin. I love that. <laughs> it was seriously the best horse. <laughs> Want to see it up close? All right. I'll join you. Join us next week Chud. when all the characters go to therapy. <laughs> <laughs> Chud, is Lothario with him? Uh, yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah, they're together. Yep. To where are these stones? Do I get one? Um, I yeah. think we got a one or two spell. I believe we got a whole set from Gregarious Gregari. I wasn't going to say it, but all right, Bill. You can talk to me yourself. <laughs> yeah, no, we got an extra rock, I'm sure, all right? right? <clears throat> Thank you. Um, Lothario, I, I, so, we should meet. Uh, are, where are you getting? He's speaking to me via your rock right now. We all have a rock. He's talking. We all, we all have a rock. Yeah. Can I just like slide mine face down into like, you know what I mean, like into my pocket? Oh, yeah, something yeah. like that. Like yeah. you know when you have a phone call, and you don't want yeah. to answer it. For sure. Like, I'm just gonna hang up on him. But you put your I was rock gonna on do vibrate. That too. Yeah, I put my rock on vibrate and just let it down. <laughs> I just look at Kevin like. I put it on airplane mode. Yeah. <laughs> Can you, can you refuse calls on the Rocky Talkies? You can turn down the volume and you cannot respond. <laughs> I, I have something you might want. 
she's like, why did I buy those? <laughs> stop mid-step. I, I do the like whole stuff. point was that I could I'll say anything then. to anyone at any time, and they would have to fucking <laughs> listen to me. You. <laughs> and now you're telling me they can just put me on mute? I'm going to say into my rocks, everyone can hear, unless they want to ignore. You are all welcome to join me. I'm headed to my brotherhood. Lothar just looks at you. <laughs> Kevin, that sounds cool as hell. Traveling cats. Kevin waits for the rest of Gertrude's dudes and starts uh, making his way towards the temple district, towards the ch- where he remembers the chapter house of the Moratori was. As you make your way through the temple district, you see uh, various temples uh, to various gods. You see a bunch of dwarven. <laughs> you see a bunch of uh, dwarven clerics at the temple of Morden. You see at the temple of Tyr. You see several cloaked figures. Kevin, you walk up to a building that is not the way you remember it. It is exactly where you remember it, but red and white tapestries and banners that once decorated the halls of the moratory are now gone. Now what you see are banners. Pepsi. (laughs) (laughs) Slytherin. Monster energy. Tide? They are now silver and and white. There is a logo of a, a shield. Inside the shield, there is a hand holding a hammer. Uh, give me a history check, actually. A history check. That's uh, I rolled a 29 for history. Boom. Okay. Oh. Okay, fine. Um, you recognize the symbol, the tapestries, the banners, as the banners for the Brotherhood of Order. Um, the Brotherhood of Order is a paladin organization from paladins from all the oaths. They are paladins who, once they've kind of completed what they took their oath for, be it an oath of vengeance, and completed that task, or perhaps they took an oath of the crown, and that ruler no longer rules this land. Um, For paladins who who no longer have that direction, this is an organization that finds ways to put them to good use. It's Uh, like Ronin paladins. Yes, it is an organization for Ronin paladins. Ah. With that history check, you also know that the leader is the revered Andariel Silverdawn. She is a highborn. Uh, She's a anyone high else bo- think he said Silverdawn? is saying all this stuff, just rattling off all this history. First off, Silverdawn is a proud elf name. <laughs> resulted in an accident at the smelting factory years ago. <laughs> now, Silverdawn. You know that Andariel is a highborn elf who has been a hero in this land for many years. She is uh, widely known and respected. She by is widely known and respected. Yeah. <laughs> Still my bit. All For right. repurposing paladins. Oh, that's very good. Yeah. Uh, many paladins who join this order are now referred to as gray paladins. So, um, Kevin, are are you part of the Brotherhood of the the, the the other the order? Why are you stuttering again? He stutters sometimes. <laughs> <laughs> what of it? That would move past I, this. I forget that he doesn't stutter. Actually, you know. I won't let you forget. Thank you. While you're in front of the temple, you see a cloaked figure. Looks like a cleric, but not in in their heavy armor, but in their robes. This cleric is in a chair with wheels on it. She is a human female, and she is going inside the temple. She is wearing robes of the Brotherhood of Order. Uh, Gonk pulls uh, Tifi's shoulder gently, uh, tugs on his sleeve. Oh, is that that Silver Dawn herself? Um, that would be a human, so I don't think so. Oh. Gonk looks a little disappointed. (laughs) Silver Dawn is a highborn elf. The human lady uh, motions her wheelchair uh, over to you. Hello, brother. Have you come to take the gray as well? What happened to the Brotherhood of the Moraturi? This had been their location. Oh, this has not been a home to that order for at least six years now. When was the last time you were here? You're familiar with them. Yes. Those of the St. Edesius. 
Oh yes. All of us who follow the faith know the story of the of the Brotherhood of the Moratori, followers of Saint Asidius. Then you must have heard of me. I am one of the most respected members of that brotherhood. She's gonna roll a history check. Fourteen. A large tabaxi. Are you Kuvan? Kevin. <laughs> Kevin, I apologize. I don't know who Kuvan is. I've only seen your name written. I'm sorry. You, yes, I am. Uh, I am Kevin. I am often sent to new locations to help them out. Ah, yes, we have heard of one of your orders. As a matter of fact, if I remember correctly, uh, you were one who accomplished great deeds within your order. She kind of looks uncomfortable while talking to you. Go and roll insight check. He starts giving her a shoulder rub. <laughs> you look uncomfortable. <laughs> you should <laughs> smile more. Or whatever. I don't know what that voice was. It was Creepy, great. Yeah, no. uh, 7 plus 5, 12. She seems nice. <laughs> Spectrum disorder hard. Yes. Love yeah. it. Um, Love it. She can see in your face that you want answers. Uh, answers that uh, she feels unqualified to, uh, to give. Um, well, yes, when last I had heard, this was a location of my brotherhood. I was to be sent here to help them. I believe you were the paladin who was of great esteem within your order. I believe they sent you around where you were needed the most. That is true. Um, Please, how about all of you make your way inside? My name is Morgana. Uh, if you need any uh, clerical supplies, uh, if you need anybody healed, hey. restoration. Why is she the clerical administrator? <laughs> <laughs> because that's a role that needs dedication and organization skills. <laughs> uh, Morgana, Morgana. As, as we walk in, uh, and she has made that uh, offer to us. I may be of use to you, as I am very good at helping these locations function more effectively. Uh, so I've heard. So I've heard, Mr. Kevin. Uh, right this way. Uh, uh, your friends are more than welcome to follow as well. I think they'd like to meet Mistress Andario. What happened to the rest of his order, though? Where, where'd they go? They were never a, a large order. But, Kevin, this might be hard for you to hear, but I believe you might be the last of your order. What, 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 what happened? It'd be best if you ask your questions of Mr. Sundario. She's much better informed on the matter. Well, that does not sound good. Did they all, did they all have dues or something? Because uh, I heard about that. She scuttles you through ornately decorated new chapter house of the Grey Brotherhood. Like Baroque or Rococo. <laughs> it's gothic fucking metal, you know. Using <laughs> the Banshee posters. Spikes. <laughs> A bunch of goth. Awkward teenagers. Uh, it's a Bauhaus poster. Smoking cigarettes. Uh, yeah. I'm going to go hang out over by the Cinnabon. I'll see you guys later. <laughs> uh, yeah, uh, Malison buys a pack of cloves and... Uh, <laughs> Goes and kicks it with the goths. Starts kicking the dirt. I, I, I pick up an issue of Johnny the Homicidal Maniac. <laughs> yeah, Kevin and the rest of the jocks just keep going to meet Mr. <laughs> keep walking. <laughs> Kevin writes a letter. I've learned that each of us is a paladin, a cleric... <laughs> A ranger. <laughs> he just walks away and lifts the fist. <laughs> he looks at Gonk. Lothario, I'm going to say, uh, before you went inside, you saw somebody you recognized, a childhood friend, and he was motioning towards you, uh, telling just, you to just come Just like in. in the crowd or something? Uh, you, you know uh, you know, he was signaling to you in Thieves' <clears throat> Cant. Oh, okay. Um, Thieves' Cant, Thieves' Cant is, a, is it's not a sign language. It's, it's a okay. partially it's a sign language. Yeah. It's you, just someone in the corner yeah. in a trench coat kind of opening it up a little bit <laughs> like, hey. It might look to somebody else who's not a thief like this guy's just flashing gang signs at Lothario. This is a childhood friend. I'll, I'll go meet him after everyone goes inside or whatever. <laughs> you see your childhood friend, Anton, uh, waving to you. Oh my, and is that see, Anton? And, and Thieves' Cant. He's saying, <laughs> he's casually telling you he needs to talk to you. 
Okay. Uh, and where are these? Where's the rest of the crew? They're all everybody else is going inside the building, following Morgana, the uh, cl- uh, clerical assistant. Perfect. All right, so I'm uh, I'm gonna I'm walking over. I'm a little uh, cautious because I haven't seen this guy in forever. Just so I can get a little bit of atmosphere. I mean, is, is this place look like it? You know, torches lit, lamps. Yes. Lit. It looks like it's well maintained. Yes. Yes. It doesn't look like this poor lady has been you know manning the place all by herself. No. no it uh, looks like it. It just got. Remodeled, I guess. Like it used to no. be. Oh, right, my right, place. right. The, now the it's the other place. Course, course, right. It used to be Walmart, but now it's Costco. <laughs> While you don't Step see up. anybody inside the building, when you look outside the windows in the training ground, you can see Paladin sparring. You assume oh, that this okay. is because the daytime hours, there's nobody in the chapter house. Gunk at this keeps moment. poking Kevin gently. Do you know him? Do you know her? <laughs> do, do you know him? <laughs> Morgana leads you down the hall. Eventually, you come upon. Well, who the heck is these people? <laughs> uh, uh, she hears you. Uh, Morgana hears you say that uh, these are paladins from various orders, uh, except uh, yours. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not there, but I'm burning. Uh, think of us Damn. as a place where those who have taken up oaths for various reasons, for taking up a righteous path, uh, come once they've completed their their goal and they're looking for. Uh, more good to do. So it's a Paladin halfway house, is basically yeah. what it yeah. is. No, it's a Paladin recycling on. center. <laughs> you you joke, but it's very much like that. I actually... Oh, I didn't say that my player did. I'm sorry. <laughs> I actually lost uh, the ability to uh, walk on my own uh, uh, in, in the... Uh, I got a steed you can use. <laughs> don't, 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 you, you don't, it's yours. You, don't it see, you do not want to see this steed. It's real no. disturbing. Put no. it away. Uh, All right, you but, sure? No, 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 no. Sorry, I interrupted with the with my I interrupted with my stupid character business. Please uh, continue, Lady Morgana. Oh, I just was saying that this place, like myself, I found myself lost. I uh, lost the ability to walk while defeating the Archdemon at, at the Battle of Point Spire. Humble brag. Well, not really. I faltered in my courage. The final battle. I thought Paladins was immune to fear. I turned when I shouldn't. I turned to to run when many of my brethren stayed. Fortunately, uh, my brotherhood uh, was able to uh, win the day, but I have decided not take restorative magics as penance for uh, my weakness on that day. That's heavy, yeah. (laughs) So I spend my days uh, no longer having to fight battles, thankfully. I spend it in uh, peaceful solitude, helping others do good. Fighting a different kind of battle. (laughs) He says, looking over at Mal, I'm like, wink. (laughs) Yes, I suppose you're right. I am doing that. I Aren't you going to gonna l- introduce us to something? I, I'm sorry. I didn't mean to stop, well, keep uh, stopping you with my BS. You guys uh, arrive at a large oak door. Large it's beautiful. Oak. What is that, oak? <laughs> Mahogany. I'm sorry. I said <laughs> 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 you say you up and love it. You just yeah. Come on. You. Like, like the head of a paladin order. You. It's going to be some asshole with an oak door. Come on. <laughs> uh, she takes you to the door, and she uh, pounds on it three times and turns around and walks away. This is made uh, of rich Wheels away. Yeah, and she, uh, excuse me, she says it's a tight, <laughs> it's a tight <laughs> hallway. Gets back into her chair. Yeah, Malison's already kind of having to duck a bit, like <laughs> going through this specific hallway. After a few moments pass, you hear uh, armor-plated footsteps approach the door. You see the door open, and you see a high elf woman standing in front of you. Like, so, so high. high so high. <laughs> Drops yeah. the bong nearly. Uh, <laughs> the hey. ugliest high elf woman yeah. you've ever seen. Yeah, her for some odd reason. Eyes are super red. She has a bag of Funyuns in her hand. 
You must be Code a Code red mountain dude. She's got a bean bag going on one foot. <laughs> this woman uh, answers the door. She's very stern-faced. She has long, flowing red hair. Like most elves, she is a classically beautiful person, but except... Uh, Ugly on the inside. Yeah. <laughs> uh, except this, on the inside. this woman gives off no warmth. She is very straight-faced. Uh, we, get, and, we say cis face on and, this and, podcast. And, <laughs> and, <laughs> is that the dong lady? <laughs> she looks at each of you as if to uh, size up the person standing in front of them. Her long red hair covers a lot of uh, facial scars that you can see uh, that even lead uh, just small little scars. Nothing, no no big disforming, but you can tell this Tori is a Amos? woman who has uh, seen battle many times. Does this times. take a moment? Like, is it a little awkward? It's like because entirely I feel like, silent. Because I feel like if she's like looking up and down at everyone, I feel like when she gets to me, I just want to do like a Megan Rapinoe pose. But I won't. I keep it all inside. <laughs> I do an eclectic version of a yeah. dance. She but give, keep it all inside. She gives you a look like powerful women. You know, we got to respect. We're in a position of we got to keep it together. Oh, like that slightest of <laughs> yeah. head nods? Yeah. Got it. Like uh, they, she gives you a, a fellow boss bitch nod. She tilts and then she stares says, at Gertrude and just groans. Yeah. <laughs> what's, her, what's her name again? She comes up to Malice and says, Miss Silverdonna for nasty. <laughs> <laughs> she does kind of give Gertrude, who, by the way, is like chain smoking uh, in this temple, <laughs> just kind of gives you a very disapproving look. Used to it. A smirk creeps across her face, just subtly. Look. Marvelous to see yeah, you, Gertrude's dude. Out. Simply marvelous. Please come <laughs> on side. Make yourself at home. And the party wanders into Paladin Andariel's office, uh, and she closes the door. Lothario, you make your way over to Anton. This entire time, I was just imagining us staring at each other in silence. <laughs> what you guys are doing <laughs> in real time? Lothario goes up to uh, his friend Anton. Anton is a halfling gentleman, uh, looks roughly about Lothario's age, and he says. Uh, Oh, your thieves' cunt's a bit sloppy still. Terrible. Oh, no. <laughs> you still do your thieves' cunt sloppy, mate. Yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm a little rusty. I'm a little rusty. I think you've been spending too much time with that Paladin fella of yours. Because I bet you haven't stolen anything in a good fortnight, have you? Hey, hey, now, now, don't you <laughs> dare say that. I got your nose. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that'd be great. Sorry. Right. Well, too bad I didn't say that. <laughs> I, well, I got uh, time short. It's good seeing you, brother. It's been oh, too long. Yeah, it's good seeing you, too. What have you been up to lately? Just working here at the Thieves' Guild in town. Speaking of which, we'd be having a problem that we'd like uh, to, to bring you in on. Oh, that sounds tough. Good luck with that, though. <laughs> hey. Good luck <laughs> with that. You Classic know, Lothario. You know me and the Thieves' Guild. We we don't get along th- so well anymore, L- man. Lothario, you are being summoned by the head of the Thieves' Guild. I think you know what that means. <sighs> it means I lost a friend in you, Anton. <laughs> I'm, just, I'm just the messenger. What was I going to tell her no? You, you tell her no. I can't tell her no. Lothario, things are urgent. In fact, and he points behind you to a dark alley. She's actually waiting for you here. (sighs) Like, I just let out a sigh, kick a rock, (laughs) roll my eyes at him and head to the alley. Lothario uh, hangs his head, makes his way to the alley, really not uh, looking forward to the situation uh, that he knows is coming. The cart of miracles. As he enters the alley, it takes a second, but he does see thieves uh, up and down up on the roofs of the buildings, all stealthed. Uh, they have their little tents that other thieves might pick up on. They're not trying to stay hidden from other thieves. He sees thieves of various races, dragonborn, halfling, human, gnomish. They all kind of part ways at the end of the alley, and a 
female figure steps forward. She's wearing tight leather armor. She looks like Catherine Zeta-Jones in Entrapment. Very form-fitting. Her armor uh, of the highest quality leather. Almost shiny like the Michelle Pfeiffer Catwoman suit. Um, Are you drawing this, Caleb, by the way? <laughs> you got it. It's already done. I need it for later. She's, she's wearing a cloak. A cloak's covering her face. You can see long black hair coming out from it. Streaks of gray in her hair. She has an ornate jeweled rapier sword hangs from her hip. From that same hip, you can see a flintlock pistol. She holds in her hands a black bullwhip, which she she seems to be just kind of toying with. And she pulls down her hood, and you see a dark-skinned, attractive, 40-ish human woman. She looks as if she's about to say something to Lothario, but is cut off. Hola, mamá. ¿Cómo estás? <laughs> Ay, qué lindo, she says. Come here. No, no, no. no. ¿Qué quieres? Dime ahorita. Uh, uh, she is already approaching you. It turns out this is actually like the the official imperial language. Yeah, yeah. Uh, she pinches his cheeks. Ay, qué lindo. Broadening her, her listenership. Yeah. I like it. Kissing you all over like, you never called. What, Lothario, what, what type of son would never call his own mother? Me. You raised me to be the kind of guy that wouldn't call you. you. You're overbearing. And then she starts slapping you in the back of the head. I, I am overbearing. And what is it about oh, this, about oh. you killing that powerful duke? Do you, what? Well, actually, then the mama. Calmase. Go ahead. Calmase. You say calmase. She grabs a chunk. Like the snickering of all the guys <laughs> yeah. in the back. All the yeah. few. She takes off her shoe. Roll for dodge. Yeah. Roll for dodge. And Lothario. There's no dodging a chunk. <laughs> That's no. true. It's like a That's magic true. missile. <laughs> <laughs> Lothario turns around to run away, but the other thieves close in the circle, not allowing him to escape from his mother. Not cool. Fuck and you, Anton. <laughs> and we end with that scene of domestic violence. That's where we're going to go and end the episode today. But it's still love it. a yeah. lot of love. I, I actually have a memory of my mom. I talked back to her as I was putting dishes away, and uh, she threw a spoon at me, and I he- I could remember hearing the... <laughs> Dead on. Wow. I was like, why don't we wash our own dishes? I'm tired of cleaning. Child abuse is funny when it happens in other cultures. But if I was a white parent, oh my. I was going to say 25 years later. <laughs> yeah, this would be like the Babadook or some shit. Like that. This would be terrifying. Thank you very much for joining us on the Awful Nutra Podcast. Before we go, we're going to get some plugs. Uh, AG, got anything you want to plug? Oh, my God. Uh, Muller Day today, all day. And so, of course, we have the Muller She Wrote podcast, but we just debuted this week the Daily Beans, a morning news Ooh, podcast nice. for your ride to work. It's only like a half hour instead of like that normal two hours that you get of the Muller stuff. So check it out. Subscribe, please, because... The more you subscribe, the more we kick the crap out of Hannity and Limbaugh in the charts. A typical liberal. Typical liberal trying to silence a, a, a prominent conservative voice. Somebody's on giant cocaine. <laughs> I don't do cocaine. It mixes with my Oxycontin in a very poor way. <laughs> Dave Callens, uh, where can people find you? Social media. How about that? <laughs> you can find him at Sharkadile on Twitter. Caleb, where can people find you? People can find me at Caleb is Drawing on the Twitter and on the Instagrams. And everybody should buy his game, that which he was the art director for, Kids on Bikes. Kids on Bikes. It's actually up for an any this year. And uh, voting is commenced. Uh, the uh, Ennies are next week at Gen Con Indianapolis. So please vote uh, for Kids on Bikes. Much better than his previous outing, Kids on Meth. 
didn't go over <laughs> quite as well. Definitely. It didn't work quite as well. This one's a lot more fun. Kids on bikes. Gets a lot more votes. A lot less violent than bikes on kids, too. Yeah. Clint Beiser, where can people find you? You can find me on social media, at Clint Beiser, on any of it. I'm the only Clint Beiser to ever existed. It's very easy to find me. Jesse Egan, no. where can people find you? Find me at Jesse Egan Comedy. Uh, on every social media and uh, my website is jesseegan.net I got some new merch on there if you want to check it out maybe buy a shirt or something buy his goddamn comedy album buy a sticker so good. and uh, and I'll be at uh, Sacramento Punchline August 15th through 17th if you're in Sacramento and Great club. San Diego with Martinis Above Fourth on the 28th of August if you're in San Diego. Excellent. Sarah Lee Steiner, where can people find you? You'll find me at Sarah Lee Magic, mainly on the Instagrams, and then occasionally I take over the Instagram for this podcast, and you can find that at AwfulDND. You're going to get so many dick pics on the Instagram now. You know what? That, I have actually, those are the only messages I get right now are like those Russian bot girls who are just like, hey, you want sexy time? Good thing you're running the Instagram <laughs> yes. and not me. I just shoot them down. <laughs> Salvador Viesco, where can people find you? I'm going to be baiting people on Instagram as Russian girls. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> and, uh, no, I'm at a Salvador Viesco V on Twitter and I think Instagram. And I have a, a Instagram for my cat, uh, Miss Yana Reeves. Yeah, she's adorable. <laughs> the only one I follow. Yeah, she's adorable. I didn't know my home, there was all another my pets. one. Well, I, and I just I made a real one. It's got like three pictures, so I got to start. All right, so follow Lothario as Cat, and if you have time, follow Lothario as well. And I am Damian Mercado, Dungeon Master of this podcast. Feel free to tweet me or the show, at AwfulDND. Thanks for listening. Have a good one. Later, nerds.